Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. Broadcasting from the prime material plane of water. Coming to you from the West Cabin for the week of May 25th. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. And welcome to the Dyson Pipes radio program. I'm Brian, along with me is Chris. Hi, Chris. I guess we're... Uh, What happened? Very patriotic in our t-shirts today. Yes. Considering we're recording for Memorial Day. Yes. Uh, I'm good, by the way. Good. I'm happy to hear it. No, you're not. I am not here to celebrate Memorial Day, however, because here on the Dyson Pipes radio program, Mm -hmm. we only recognize Adel Fitter. What what the fuck? Which was on Saturday. What is that? Adel Adel Fitter? It's the Festival of Breaking Fast. Oh, it's a Muslim holiday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I read a very interesting, uh, or at least I saw a headline. I didn't read the article because I really didn't give a fuck. <laughs> but um, <laughs> where is it? Let me see if I can find the headline. Oh, I don't think this is going to play well. But whatever. The, the Muslims are out there celebrating uh, Ramadan. And I think that's what they're breaking their fast from, right? I, it might be, and I, I'm not 100% sure because I'm I'm no uh, scholar of the Torah. Is that what they read? Oh, no, the Quran with a Q. Yeah, it's not like that. Close enough. Um, yeah, it's, it's incredible. I love reading the headlines when they're talking about Ramadan and all they do is just tell you how many Christians they've killed. Always a good way to start. Holy week. Let's... How many? Uh, they're up to uh, 584 in three weeks. I guess this is across maybe the Middle East, maybe Africa. I'm not 100% sure. I feel like they're slacking they a little bit. Compile these numbers. Yeah. They're slowing down. There's a slowdown. You know what it is? Social distancing. Uh, probably. They tend to cut people's heads off, and you can't do that from six feet away. You know, gotta no, have the long, proper tools. Long fucking sword for that. <laughs> I feel like the Christians need another purge. Vlad Tepish. <laughs> Okay. I think that's fair. I think we need to bring back the Order of the Dragon. That's what I'm saying. The Order of the Dragon. That's yeah. like some KKK shit. You better... No, you're going to get us into some hot water. I don't think that's KKK. That's... The Grand Dragon. That's. I think it's Grand Wizard. Oh. I thought they have dragons too. I've seen a lot of them walking around in like Walmarts wearing pointy fucking white hoods as masks. <laughs> you have? 
You haven't seen these idiots? No. Not personally. I mean, they're not walking oh, around my oh, oh. Walmart, which would be very weird because there is a, a significant Hasidic population up here. I think that would... That should naturally scare people. Now, that wouldn't play well. No, that's not going to play well. <laughs> that's not going to go over too well. Uh, is it people just being goofballs, or is it... <sighs> that's kind of a fucked up way to be a goofball. Ah. To wear a clans mask? Well, I guess it's as fucked up as, like, uh, the governor of Virginia showing up to, you know, uh, Halloween parties as blackface. Yeah, they, that's true. You know, or uh, the asshole up in Canada, what's his name, Trudeau? Yeah. I guess going as what, like a black genie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Aladdin. That's always appropriate. Um, I guess goofball might have been too gentle of a term. Yeah. Uh, more like, do you think they're legitimate clansmen, or do you think they're just trying to fucking no, dude? That's ruffle dead. some feathers. They're ruffling feathers. They're or or they're just like just stupid white trash. Which boy, do we know? There's plenty of that in this country. Yes, you know. Yeah, I watched that movie Eight Mile. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which of course was a documentary. It was. It- on goes middle, over the, the trials of the country and tribulations of white trash in yeah. Detroit. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, here on the Dyson Pipes radio program, uh, we celebrate all cultures, I suppose. Uh, what's going on with you? What's new? You had to stand up. To, oh, you had to stand up during the gameplay. I did. I might stand up during the recording too. Okay. Of the, you look uh, very intros. uncomfortable. Like you look like you're about to lunge over the table and hit me. <laughs> well, considering the shit you just put me through, <laughs> we'll never know. I feel like you've sat like that across from Matthew several times during his oh. growing up with this like very aggressive lean forward and your hand on the back of the chair so you can spring forward <laughs> at any moment. Like a cat just yeah. ready to pounce, <laughs> run into action. Uh, what's new with the house? A lot of projects going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, uh, well, you know, it's that, that time of year. So it's, uh, you know, it's getting very nice out. I've got a lot of a lot of landscaping things going on, a lot of, a lot of plants going in. As a matter of fact, uh, the wifey and I are going uh, going today. We're going to probably pick up some, uh, I don't even know what the fuck you call them, like pots to put plants in. Ah. As if the ground isn't a good enough place right. for them. Now you got to have a fucking pot. Shit, what are those called? Oh, yeah, pots. Yes, yeah. planting pots. That's what we're getting, two, to flank the front entrance. Saturday, we're going to get a couple of trees. So a lot, a, lot of, a lot of shit going on. Then my big project is I'm, I'm, building, I'm building the desk top, the desk top for the office. Ah. And if all things go according to plan, then the wall is next, and that's a quick weekend thing. And then the table for recording at uh, the alternate studio will be complete just in time for the heat wave. So, yes. So we call this the West Cabin. What are we going to call that? That motherfucker was flying and it sounded like the car. You ever see that movie, The Wrath? Yes. The Wraith, depending on how you want to pronounce it? Yeah. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like an electric fucking death car. Uh, dude, I feel like we had come up with a really good name for it at one point, And now that name just escapes us. Yeah. It'll come to us. Do you think we talked about it on the show? We might have. I'm just, I'm not going back and listening to fucking hundreds of hours. Worth no, of I don't even. Just for a name. I don't even listen when we edit. <laughs> <laughs> I just trust in my note-taking abilities while we record. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, yes. I, need a, I need a beverage. I don't even have any glasses. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. No, 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 please. Um, while you're getting that set up, 
I am smoking some Aerosmith by James. Uh, delicious. Guy is a real gentleman. He is. He is. And I'm smoking that out of my uh, Balasini C10 Church Warden uh, because we were doing some D&D gameplay. Um, I will take whatever's closest. Yeah. What is that? That is the Eagle Rare. Ah, the rarest of eagles. Of course. I am going to uh, tap into 1792. Foolproof. Ah, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Right around then. There you go. Oh, delicious. I like that bottle. Which one? 1792. Yeah, it's a cool Is that a story I see on the back of 1792? Why, yes, it is. Have we not read this story? I don't think we have. Uh, Here you go. Feel free. Do the honors. One day... We're going to have to find a real cunty story, and I think Susan Wallman's going to have to read it. This story isn't very good, but Mm -hmm. I'll do my best to spice it up. Is it about Columbus? No. Ah. Ah. Bourbon insiders have long acknowledged that foolproof bourbon has a distinctively rich flavor. This bourbon has been bottled at its original 125 barrel entry proof, just as it was years ago, when the barrels were first filled. (laughs) Sorry. Strong and full (laughs) of flavor, this bold bourbon boasts an incredible deep and smoky taste. Superbly balanced with sweet vanilla and notes of caramel. I love alliteration. This bold bourbon boasts. <laughs> Just as the trees tick titifully tonight. <laughs> the trees are ticking <laughs> titifully. <laughs> or, or when night nears. Names. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't have my bell. Sorry. Oh, shit. We're fucking, we're like really unprepared for, uh, we were very prepared. There you go. For the gameplay recording. Not yeah. for intros, though. Well, because we're trying to bang this shit out because you got stuff to do. I don't know. And see, I just talked about my note taking abilities and I forgot. Hold on. Before I get too deep in the weeds here. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm I'm building a desktop. Great. L- for site B. For site. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the off-site site location. So hopefully that gets done soon. I have a, uh, am I on my second or my third coat of poly? I think I put my second coat on today. So anyway, it's coming together. I'm doing, I'm sure uh, there are people out there who listen who have heard of the IKEA desk hack. And that, that's what I'm doing. What I have not. So I mean, I have, but for the people For the listeners, right, of course, who haven't heard of this. Uh, I'm sure if you go on YouTube and you search IKEA desk hack, there are quite a lot of people that buy these particular, um, it's like drawers. So they, they flank or they're the left and right hand side of the desk. And then usually what you do is you buy an IKEA countertop. So you take the two desk drawers and then you put the countertop on top of it and you make your own desk. And it actually looks really fucking good. And it's cheap. 
you know, I think the drawers cost me like 150 bucks or 180 bucks. And then uh, the, the top is where you spend your money because it's like, I want to say it's like almost 200 bucks. So you can get a really solid desk if you were so inclined for a few hundred bucks. And it looks pretty fucking good. Um, I'm an asshole. I refuse. I did not want to spend $200 on a countertop. I was like, fuck it. I'll just build one myself. So that's exactly what I did. There is this pretty good guy on YouTube. I think his name is Jeremy Sears or Sires. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how you fucking say his name. It seems like a cool dude. He's got fucking tats. He's got a long ass fucking beard that he puts in a band band-aid. No rubber band. Yeah. Yeah. He puts in a rubber band. It looks not like Captain Lou Albano. Right. That kind of fucking <laughs> beard. Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> but anyway, he uh, he put a video on how he made a, uh, a desktop, and I just kind of followed along with that. So if I'm not lazy enough, I'll maybe take pictures once it's done and put it up. Good. So that's in the works. Um, Excellent. I'm smoking in honor of flying ships in D&D. Ah, yes. Squadron leader. And in honor of the Flying J uh, truck stop. What'd you just call me? Flying J. What the fuck is that? They're famous truck stops. Like like Pilot, or you know. Like Flying J and Silent Bob? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we are both wearing very patriotic shirts. Uh, I like the shirt you have today. It's a it's a olive drab, I think, colored uh, okay. tee yes. with uh, an American flag stencil on it. And the flag has the classic camel blots. Yes. Yeah, it's very nice. Thank you. I, I'm usually not a, a green guy. Yeah, I don't wear. I don't wear. Even though my bag is olive drab. As, no shit, my shirt actually matches my backpack. I, you know what? I couldn't even tell you were wearing a backpack. It's or all, possibly a shirt. You know, that's me. <laughs> uh, I have a very loud and obnoxious um, football jersey on. It says is USA on the front. USA. Yep. With an American flag, but the stripes, mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, but when the stripes end, they're the barrels of guns. I did not notice that. Here, let me stand up and yes, show you. Yes, please. Oh, now you're going to record like I recorded. Oh, yes, yes. And the back is uh, Amendment 2. That's going to upset a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I, I, I've been like, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. What, what are we? Yeah, about 13 minutes in. Uh, Dyson Pipes. The D&D side, you fuck up a word, you find yourself in a roll-to-drink situation. Uh, Brian is rolling a D20. Anything over a 10, he is saved, does not have the drink. <laughs> Into the bell. <laughs> I'm going to do that from now I on. I like that. Uh, That's a six. Good. Yeah, keep doing that. I didn't even, I'm going to take a sip with you because this will be the first whiskey that touches my lips. Um, Aerosmith by James pairs very nicely with Eagle Rare for the books. <sighs> I forgot that 1792 is a little rough. It's strong. Yeah. A little rough. That is strong. A lot lot different than the uh, McAllen I was drinking last night. Mm. I was drinking a little 12 year. I smoked a cigar. Good. And uh, just sat out on my, uh, on my front steps in my house and I took a look at my neighbors. My neighbors like to see what other people in the neighborhood do and then they're very roactive. Yes. They're a bunch of roactive motherfuckers. <laughs> a seven. Oof. They're very reactive. Keeping up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. It would be nice if they did that with their lawn. I don't know any of my other neighbors that are growing weeds. That's all they have in their front yard. Maybe they weeds. don't know. <sighs> I don't what know. kind of weeds? Because this is the second time you've said that. Uh, it's like all crabgrass. 
Their yard is just all crabgrass. Not for the layman, of course. Crabgrass is what? It's, you know, it's grass, but it has fucking, like, these pincers, and they jump out at you like the things in the city. No, crabgrass. It's, um, I don't know. It's a fucking weed. It's the typical weed that you see that almost looks like, uh, man, I don't even know. How, how the fuck do you explain? Look it up, assholes. Look, look, crabgrass. That's what they have in their fucking front yard. It's crabgrass. Dude, I yes. can't explain it. Yes, it's, it's chabgrass. Fuck, dude. Uh, 12. Crabgrass is a huge problem. I don't know if they get it in the south. I know we get it in the north. Um, but anyway, that's like what their entire yard is. So you would think if they're going to mimic things, like look at my lawn. I have grass, not crabgrass. Get grass. But what they've done is they see a lot of people now are doing uh, landscaping. Because again, this is a new development. So a lot of people just kind of stuck with whatever the uh, the neighborhood has given them right? Like typical plantings in the front of the house. And a lot of people like myself, I ripped all that shit out. I threw it in the garbage and my wife and I are slowly upgrading our landscaping. So they went out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crabgrass. So it almost looks like uh, rocket. Uh, rocket? Rocket lettuce. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but it looks like crabgrass. Rocket lettuce. Yeah. Where do you get that? At like ShopRite? Yeah. Oh, seriously? Yeah. That's like something that you eat. Yeah. Well, come to my fucking neighbor's house and you'll have all the rocket lettuce you can fucking graze on. <laughs> so anyway, they went out and they bought landscaping. But the problem with their landscaping is they bought like all the same plant. They must have some sort of special connection with Japanese maples. Ah. I think they bought five of them. Wow. All for one house. They're just going to line their entire front of their house with Japanese maples. That's so weird. Yeah. They're, they're good people. They just right. they don't have a green thumb. No, they're from the city. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, they've they never have seen no a idea. tree before. Well, that's true. Let alone a Japanese one. Yeah, they probably just saw those red leaves and they were like, "Ooh, oh, so pretty, very sexy." Uh, I had a plumber here today that made recording D and D very difficult. Uh, great guy, uh, Pete by name. How do you know his name was Pete? Uh, because his truck says Pete the Plumber. Uh, so he's a guy named Pete that does plumbing. Uh, I had quite. An irritating week. What do you think he does if he passes that business down, let's say, to his son, and his son's name is Paul? Does Paul have to rename the company? No. It he would be P&P. P. Pete and Paul the Plumbers. Yep. Okay. Like Pet Boys. Right, exactly. I see. I got you. Uh, you had so, an irritating week. Yes, I tried power washing my deck uh, so I could stain it or remove the stain that's on it, I guess, and then put a water treatment on it. And uh, the hose had some kind of toy attached to it, and the children broke the toy, mm. thereby breaking the attachment inside the hose. Never told anybody, I guess for fear of getting in trouble. Okay, I get that. Uh, so now the hose has been reconnected since, I would say the end of March. Okay. So about two months it's been connected. Right. Well, now the toy attachment is fused to the end of the hose. There's no... Why not? Yeah, there's no getting it off. So I said, all right, no big deal. This hose is old as fuck anyway, so I'll just replace it, get a new hose. And that's when I realized that the hose is fused to the house. Of course. Yes, because I have a well, so I have hard water. Um, so the... Uh, standing up. I have to. No, 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 it's fine. Uh, oh, God. So... The water 
turns everything um, like green, like calcium buildups. Right. And apparently something that's like plastic or aluminum, I think we determined it was, creates like a rock and it petrifies it. So I had this big gray rock on the end of my hose going into my house that I could not remove. Uh, so Pete the plumber came and with a blowtorch and a flamethrower <laughs> destroyed the hose and removed it. Um, I wanted to replace the whole spigot, but I couldn't do that because on the other side of the wall where the spigot is, is uh, a shower. So oh, what the fuck am I going to do? Because that seems to be normal. So your spigot is ran off of a shower line. No, that's not possible because when I turn the water off from the main valve, it doesn't turn off the shower. Yeah, but maybe the main valve is only connected to the spigot from the shower line. Oh, like the shower line shoots off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the valve is after the shower line. That's why it's not shutting Possibly. off the shower line. What you should do is if you ever want to fuck with the person who uses that shower is turn the hose on when they're in the shower and they'll probably lose all their water pressure. I'll to test that theory. Yes. That is that that would be a fun one. What I don't get is if if Petey, Petey the plumber, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh as it states on the side of his truck, if Petey removed the toy, the spigot now works. Right? It, it's fixed. The spigot always worked. The hose worked. I just couldn't attach anything to it. But now you can, right? Because the the piece has been removed. No, it, we removed the hose from the house. The piece is still entrenched in the hose. Oh, he couldn't get the piece no. out. He just took the hose off. Correct. So oh. now I can get a new hose, which ultimately was the goal. A new hose to hook back up to that spigot. Correct. But the, the toy is still stuck inside of it. In, inside of the hose. So the spigot is back to normal. Correct. So you're, you're good. So now you can power wash the deck. Yes. I just need to buy a new hose. Dude, don't, I have like, dude, I have so many hoses at my house. I know. Just take a hose. How long are they? How long do you need? I'll give you a hundred foot section. I need 300 feet minimum. Three. I have one, two, three. I have 400 feet of hose at my house. That might cut it. <laughs> you do have a huge multi-tiered deck. <laughs> it's quite fascinating. Uh, Speaking of fascinating, on the other side of the gameplay, I have to get something off my chest uh, regarding the division. Oh. But before that, we have gameplay. Ah. Amazing gameplay. You're starting to meet the bad guys. You're you're yeah, trapped in a burning building. Uh, but before that, we have to propose a toast. And I am going to do something a little different today. A little different? Does uh, this involve... What is this involved? Do I have to drink Ciroc? No, we need to get some white hoods and go to Walmart. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I would like to propose a toast mm-hmm. to the men and women of the United States military. That's it. A real toast. Oh. A real toast for real boys. And girls. And girls. And to a lesser extent. Yeah. Okay. Should be in an office. They usually are. Uh, Say pay for say work. Come on. Don't they realize that fighting for like being on the front lines with the men, like don't they understand the trouble that that fucking gets everybody into? Let's not go there. You don't want to get, you don't want to dive into this? Okay, a little bit. No, all right. Let's just, we'll just dip a toe in the water. Just a toe in the water. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's a horrible idea. Yeah, it's a fucking terrible idea. Thank you. Who is it? I think Kristen Gillibrand is the one who was pushing that one. Yeah. Listen, uh, 
maybe maybe you know what you want to be a combat medic. Eh, all right. Yeah. Uh, grunts and frontline infantry. No, mm. no, it doesn't. That doesn't work. You, you know what's actually a cool position for for women and guys. I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, cook. Well, <laughs> that's only women. Do, do they have kitchens? No. Um, like Chief Ryback. <laughs> Chief Ryback. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? From Under Siege. Steven Seagal. Ah, oh, yes. I, I didn't know his name. Yeah. Kills lots of motherfuckers. You know what's funny? In every single one of his movies, I have no idea what his name is. Come on. No idea. I know he's fucking looking for Bobby Lupo. Anyone know who killed Bobby Lupo? Uh, Vic. Damone. <laughs> Damone. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care if she care if she... Fuck. Okay. She comes, stays, lays a praise. Your toes are still tapping. What do you got? Too good. All right, quickly. Air your grievances. What grievances? I don't know. About women. Oh, what I was going to say was uh, a good a grievance about <laughs> women. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we don't have a long enough show. Um, let's let's be honest. I I defy you to find one person mm-hmm. of the fairer sex with a vagine uh-huh, uh-huh. that listens to this fucking horrible show, and not by force because their husbands or boyfriends are. Listening oh, okay. Because I was about to say my. Yeah, uh, yeah probably none. None. Uh, one. Okay, I can think of one. <laughs> you can think of one. Yeah, your wife. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, if we're not going to go with spouses, yeah. stop listening. Get back in the kitchen and make yeah. a sandwich. Well, she listens from the kitchen, and she makes right. me fucking pasta. That's delicious. Right. And then she's also my live-in physical therapist. So the only time that she's allowed out of the kitchen is to sleep or to perform physical therapy on me. That's about it. Okay. No. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's about fair. Um, no, what I was going to say, if you ever seen the show Jack Ryan? Yeah. The first season, mm-hmm. that chick that's fucking running the drones? Yeah. When they're doing drone strikes? Dude, that is a fucking... Cause now I disagree. What are you talking about? I think men are better at playing video games than women. No. That's not a video game. They're dropping bombs on people. Right, but they're using PS4 controllers. No, I think that they're as physically agile with the thumbs as men can be. Nah. Nah, have you ever seen women live streaming? All they do is wear their fucking sports bras and yeah. get millions of views. But I'm yes. going to try it. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You're going to create a Twitch account. Yep. You're just going to sit there. Yep. Wearing a sports bra. Yep. And I'm going to play horrible Steam survival games. And okay. Just scream at everything and, and let my tits jiggle. Okay. All right. You you might you might get a lot of viewers, and then that's how we launch the Patreon. Yes, that's how we I do like it. it. I think that's drone cool. operators. Drone operators. I, I think that's a cool fucking gig. Okay, right. I don't believe they should be on the front line. Right, but if they want to get into combat scenarios or see combat, I agree with you. Like a field medic, something like that, so yeah. they can see what the fuck is going on. They're out nimble there. lady fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, or like a drone operator. I like that. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right. Yep. Short and sweet, huh? That's it. Praise the fucking military. Oorah, motherfucker. That's right. And let's... Before let's, you ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> With disparaging uh, the good goddamn name of Wamen. Mm. Listen, hashtag me too. That's all I'm going to say. Believe almost all women. Right. Yeah. 
Except for the ones going against. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, stick around for some gameplay. Then I got to talk about division. Oh, I can't wait. I got something to get off my chest. Mm-hmm. That's the sports bra. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, we're live. We're live. The plumber's here, fixing everything. You'll finally have water. Exterior water. My kids are playing in the car for some reason. They're playing in the car. It's beautiful outside. Birds are chirping. You can yeah. probably hear it through the microphone. You might, Your character might have a rough time, depending on how this plumber situation goes. Oh, good. Good. Take it out on me. Yeah. All, the, more all the water I'm losing might convert into the game and flood you and kill you. Well, at least your town doesn't charge you like $10 a gallon. <laughs> so. No, I'm self-sufficient here in the West Cabin. <clears throat> I was looking uh, into digging my own well. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. I was balls deep in that shit last night because I was looking at all these plants that I'm fucking buying and I'm like, it, it's, I'm going to spend thousands of dollars in water. <laughs> for Not even hydrangeas. in the fucking plants. For the hydrangea. Isn't that like highly illegal? You think I fucking care? Yeah. I don't believe Solid. in the law. Solid point. Fuck the law. I'm an anarchist. I fuck the law and the law one. Bullseye flake. Bullseye flake. That's what. Wow, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. That's what I'm smoking. That's what I'm starting with. What are you? Uh, what are you smoking that out of? That Savinelli Series Three. Oh, it's like a billiard. Yeah, smooth. I'm sorry. It's a smooth finished plate. It, it is a very smooth. Smooth as a baby's bottom. What do you got? I have, so have the the long one. Yes, I broke out the Barasini. C10 Church Warden, and I have stuffed that mightily with uh, Aerosmith by James. Ah, yes. Presented by Dyson Pipes. Backwards. It always does that. Uh, Just so everyone knows, uh, the plumber is just about wrapped up. Now, I had suggested that I wouldn't be surprised at like 225. We should talk about this in the intros. Okay, you want to save this? Yes. Do you want to make a prediction now? Well, I guess it wouldn't matter, right? No, it's not going to make a difference. It would make a difference to me. All right, make a prediction. I did, 225. 225 is your prediction. Yeah. What time did he get here? 1130? 150. Oh, man, I'll be so happy. One He's installing a faucet, and he took care of the issue on the back. What, 150. If he's here for an hour and a half, I'm, I'm guessing 150. So if he's done by one, that gives him just over an hour to finish doing the, the faucet. Which if it takes a plumber more than a fucking hour to put a faucet in, <laughs> I don't care what's going on under the sink. Oh, okay. I, I don't, he's, he's a fucking plumber, dude. That's he, true. He's not soldering anything. That's he, true. He's not running like copper. Very friendly plumber. Yeah, he seems very nice. Yeah. Pete? Frank? Pete. Pete. Pete's a plumber. Pete the plumber. Guess what his name is? Pete. John. So anyway... <laughs> Uh, You are presently in the Imperial City. You're cowering like a little bitch. Nobody said I'm cowering. Yeah, you were. uh, I'm seeking refuge (laughs) in an abandoned building. Tactically retreated. Yes. Uh, There is uh, at least one skeleton minotaur thumping around outside. 
Yeah, I want no part of that. And someone who appears to be in charge of some description, ordering these skeleton soldiers around. Seemingly looking for you, if I had to wager a guess. The stealth check that you made last time will hold. Okay. So you're still concealed. Citadel, we established, is deeper in the building to hide him. He can't see what's going on. What is the play? Can you uh, describe the building that I'm hiding in? It used to be, from what you can gather, uh, a restaurant of some kind. Um, you are in the other side of like the bistro patio area. Out front, you could tell there used to be chairs and tables. And then there was a big like um, grid-shaped window okay. that is blown out that you jumped over. Citadel is deeper in, in what you can only assume is like the kitchen area. Um, and you are in like just on the other side of the threshold of like the interior dining area. The second floor is partially collapsed. Uh, luckily, there's no active fires. There's some smoldering charcoal and things of that nature in here, but nothing is actively on fire. Good, so we don't have to worry about a gasoline. Oh, I guess I don't have that. <laughs> From, from my time outside or, like, glancing out the window, like, or just by sound, is there, like, an overwhelming amount of these fucking skeletons outside? There is a sound of constant, although petering out, but constant fighting still in every direction. Okay. Because, uh, and again, it's important to note that while this is the Imperial City, if you recall when you first came here, one of the things you did notice is that there's a surprising lack of Thunder Force in the city. So it's pretty much... It, it, there are Thunder Force here. Right. But, but not like, a, like, an, like, a, uh, like an army regiment. Correct. Like It's almost like if you get to this city, you've already been vetted. Right. So there's no need to ever defend the city from within the city. Right. So it's extremely vulnerable, basically. The, right. The point, yeah. So there's there's enough here to deal with petty crimes. Right. Domestic violence, things like that. Not terrorism right. or an invasion. Correct. Right. Okay. So this is this is pretty much a slaughter. Yeah. And it's probably, based on your knowledge already of the Empire, Right. it probably would be safe to bet that any detachments of Thunder Force that are in the city probably withdrew to the Imperial Capitol building itself. If you had to wager, I guess. Right. Well, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not looking to reenact some form of, like, last stand. You know, like, Helm's Deep. Right. So... All right. For the uh, for the time being, I'm just going to bide my time in this building and just try to observe through the window that I jumped through to see if uh, like I'm I'm trying to check and see if they're systematically going through buildings, like clearing buildings looking for me. All right, I'm going to have you do two things. First, give me an investigation check. Okay, so uh, 
you can see that they are going into buildings. Um, but as you keep like kind of popping up and popping back in, you're not sure which buildings are going in. And you, you're like, was it that building? Because that building looks like it's already been destroyed. But I'm not sure if it was that building. Like that kind of a thing. Okay. Now, give me 1d4. What was it? Oh, it's gone? Let me roll this one and then I gotta find out. Don't step on it, whatever you do. It's like a caltrop. It's like a fucking ninja was in here. <laughs> Three. Three, you say? That was also a three. Oh, wow. What are the chances? Yeah. Oh, of course. So good, good. They are searching, but it's it's hard to determine how methodical they are being. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, how do I stealthily do anything with Citadel? So, uh, as far as like a compass goes, direction-wise, do I see a majority, if not all of them, are to a particular direction out of some area that I can peek out this building? So that window that I jumped into, can I look and see, are they all to the north or? They're scattered. All right. So there's no clear directional path. I'm no. Pretty much surrounded. Yes. Okay. You said there's rubble in here and Citadel for the most part looks like he's made of rock. Yeah. I would say that's fair. All right. So I go over to Citadel. Okay. Uh, Citadel, look, this is what I, I, I think I need you to do. Disguise yourself in this rubble. I'm going to try to lead them away from this building. Okay. Um, so he kind of looks around and... Should I bury myself? Is this going to be loud? Well, I could just... I could grab some of this stuff up here and just pull it down on top of me. I don't think the flames will hurt me. Well... Alright, maybe do that after I leave. Okay. Why do I have a feeling this is going to go horribly wrong? The plan is set? Yeah, yeah, plan is set. Um... I, I impart these words of wisdom. In doing so, try not to attract too much attention. Okay. I don't think he knows what that means. All right, so I go back to the window. Or is, is there a secondary... Uh, is there like an exit through the rear? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to head towards the rear and just kind of stick my head out and take a peek. Uh... Basically, so, I want to I want to operate like Neo did when he's on the phone with Morpheus in his office, right? Right, and I'm um, like how he like kind of ran through the cubicles. I want to try to sneak out the back. Uh, right, I got gotcha. you. Right. Um, all right. So I would say there's two exits. There's like a cargo exit where like they bring food in through the back of the kitchen, but that door is not not blocked, but it's obstructed. 
Uh, and that's going to require a strength check to yeah, get I'll through. Yeah, The other one is an alley. But yeah. if you, uh, to the left, uh, like through like like a side exit through the dining area, past the bathrooms. Of course. Uh, so if you were to go out that way, uh, that's going to require a stealth check. All right, so I'm going to head in that direction. Uh, I'm going to take that side exit. All right. Uh, so if you kind of like just pop the door open a little bit and you look, there are two skeletons to the left. If you look to your left, going back toward the main street where you originally entered this building from. Okay. To the right is clear. Uh, and you're going to need to do a stealth check to get past these guys. Unless you want their attention. No, not yet. Not yet. No, I'm going to try to uh, try to get past them. So if they're to my left, I'm going to duck out to the right. If you want to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ten. Okay, that'll do it. Uh, how long do you think Citadel would wait? Yeah, probably not long. Okay. Give me a D6. Oh, okay, here we go. Five. So as you're kind of like, I picture like, like sunk up against the wall, like sneaky, sneaky down the, 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 the alleyways looking like left and right down the other alleys and whatnot through like bags of garbage. You just hear this loud crash as Citadel pulls the ceiling above him on top of him. And that draws the ire of several of the skeletons. Including, notably, the Minotaur. Good. I, I would think being down this alley, I can't see him. Maybe hear him. I hear his fucking hooves. The, the Minotaur? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I would say so. Okay. So, I... Obviously, Harrison does not understand, like, whether or not these skeletons are, like, sentient beings. So, he almost tries to sell it like he's running out of the building because it was collapsing. So, I almost kind of, like, stumble as I continue... Because I'm guessing Harrison looks over his shoulder when that happens and sees that these two skeletons that were down the alley see him. Right. Yeah, so he almost sells it like he stumbles out of the building. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, he was getting out because there was going to be a collapse or whatever. Okay. And, uh, yeah, dude, I'm going to bolt it down the alley, and the first opportunity, whether I can make a left or a right, whichever one is, you know, uh, in the shorter distance, I'm going to start to, uh, you know, zig zigzag my way through. Kind of like playing Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Okay, I'll say we make a right. Okay. Uh, and you're still like on the interior of the block of buildings. So all alleys. You haven't gotten to like a main street yet. Right. And the skeletons did in fact notice you do that. Okay. And they give chase. Luckily they're not very fast. Okay. So I'm going to look to make my first left. Okay. And I'm just going to start zigzagging my way. Yeah, so I would think that we're probably like in the rear of the building now. You probably passed the door of the kitchen that was obstructed. Okay. And maybe you made it past another couple of alleys to the right, and then you make a left on this other alley 
Uh, on one side of you is a structure that's still more or less intact, undamaged, uh, a stone structure, maybe like a living building of some kind. And to the left is uh, a bookstore called the, the Good Book. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm definitely going in there. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, and then that leads you to a main street. So he'll sprint until he gets to uh, like where that, that break point would be, where the main street is, okay. right? So now he just kind of he just kind of backs his, his back up against the, uh, the edge of that building. Okay. And then he'll take a look to his left and right and see what's going on in the street. So on the left are seven skeletons uh, kind of peering through windows. Maybe one of them is like like waist high uh, over like the, the railing of, uh, of a building, kind of like looking in. Like all you see is his ass kind of hanging out. And a couple more like kind of spying on the windows on the second floor or third floor of some of these buildings. To the right is nine skeletons doing more or less the same thing. Uh, and it's worth noting that at least several of them between the two groups are just in the middle of the street, just scanning the street. All right, Harrison turns around and he runs back in the direction that he came from until he gets to the edge of that building and just kind of looks now, I guess, to the right to see how far those two skeletons are. They're pretty far back. Give me a flat 20. Anything higher than a 12, they will have lost you. Oh, no, they smell me. Seven. Okay. So uh, maybe like they're still far back, but as you kind of like you see them and you kind of try to like zip back, mm. they, one of them just happens to catch you at the last second and they start moving towards you. Now, what's ahead of me? What, was that like a, a, a. I would imagine it like the, like the opening of this alley is the corner of the restaurant with another alley in front of you and an alley to the left and to the right. Yeah, like a four-way alley. Okay. All right, so I'm, I'm just going to, since obviously they seem, I'm just going to run straight across. Okay, so this is going to put the restaurant to your right. Yeah, so I backtracked, and now I'm going straight across. So now I'm just crossing over the path that the two skeletons were coming down. And right. I, I'm going to cross over. Okay. Give me a dexterity saving throw with a DC of 12. So as you charge through this building, you hear the hooves of this minotaur, and just behind you, its big bull-like head smashes through the wall. And it looks to the left as you pass. If it looked to the right, it would have seen you, but it looks to the left. As it looks to the right, how much did you get on that? Uh, 24. As it looks to the right, it just misses you, so it doesn't see where you ran, but it heard you run by the building. And now, as you kind of pass it, you can hear it burst its, the rest of its body through the building. And now you're back on the main street where you first dove into the restaurant. How far off is the... Uh, the... Um, the sewer? The sewer is going to be in front of you to the left, probably about 100 feet. To the right is the collapsed building where you first got trapped. And to the left, somewhere down that street on the left is this armored being. Okay. The path back to the sewer. <clears throat> Looking down that street, is it clear? Are you showing me? 
because oh, it's back. It's a 20. Oh, of course. Uh, no, it's not clear. Obviously. Uh, there are several skeletons now actively investigating the sewer from whence you came. They saw me come out of the sewer? No. Oh, they're just but they probably saw Citadel burst through it. Oh, shit. That's right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, considering this, this fucking Minotaur almost ran me down, I would think that Harrison does not plan on remaining still. So, uh, he's panic-stricken. Right. Right. So it's like panicked guerrilla warfare, except without any attack. Yes. <laughs> um, so it seems like their attention is on the sewer that's to my left. So Harrison is going to take a right. Okay. So now I'm back at the at the at the restaurant, the storefront. You would have, if you run to the right, you'll pass it and go towards the building that collapsed on top of you when they attacked you with that ballista. Right. Oh, man. All right, let's be stupid. I, I run to the right, and I'm going to jump back through the window of the restaurant. Okay. Uh, are you going to try and hide, or are we yes. just going to keep moving? Okay, give no. me a stealth check. Nineteen. That'll do it. So uh, you can see several skeletons starting to collect together, uh, and this minotaur just like <laughs> as it's just looking for you. Yeah, I'm staying in this building for the foreseeable future. Harrison's gonna wait it out until they clear. It. It is, his mission is to get back to the sewer. Okay. At this point, he's got to get back to the sewer. Um. Give me a perception. Seven. You, I, I imagine like you're laying on the ground on the other side of the, this windowsill. Yeah, yeah. And I picture you like you roll on your right side and you look in with your back to the windowsill into the, this restaurant and you do not see Citadel. All right, good. So he covered himself. Like, do I not see him because I think... He's done a good job with the rubble. Would you get a seven? Yeah. You just don't see him. Okay. All right. Harrison will pay no mind because he told him to fucking hide. So I don't know where he went. Maybe he went upstairs and, right, you said that there was a second level. Maybe yeah. he went up there and pulled the rubble down. That smells incredible. Yeah. This, is, this might be... James knows what he's doing. Yes. This is this is this is good. I like this. Dude, that smells so good. I don't know why from here it's got like almost like a cherry chocolate smell to it. Yeah. It almost reminds me of what time of year is it that you get those chocolate covered cherries? You know what I'm talking about? They have like the liquid in them? Yeah. Um that'd be all year. At least at No, I think Sanu. it's Oh really? They sell them in there. There's I thought a bucket it, of them. it's more for like a, like a holiday, probably Valentine's Day. Yeah, maybe more Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. Oh, it smells delicious. That's what it reminded me of. I like the ones that are filled with rum. Yeah, those remember back in the, like the I don't know if it was the '80s and '90s they used to sell those like Jack Daniels little chocolate candies. They looked like Jack Daniels bottles. Were they in like the aluminum wrap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever get the wax ones? 
Not with Jack Daniels. I got them with like soda. Yeah, those are good too. You can get drunk though. Or a nice set of wax lips. Mm. All right, so All we're right. gonna try and wait this out. Uh, yeah. So after some time, uh, this armored individual kind of returns to the area, and whether through divine knowledge or maybe these skeletons have some way of communicating he starts kind of like l approaching this manhole and then just looking into it uh you're probably too far away to hear exactly what he's saying but you see him pointing and you can see that they're starting to build like uh almost like checkpoints uh like makeshift little checkpoints mm -hmm. uh and he starts sending several of these skeletons into the sewer. Uh, once that's more or less complete, I would say probably like an hour if you're willing to stay that long. Yeah, I was. If I can, like if Harrison does not feel like the pressure of you know a search focusing in on the building that he's currently in, I'm staying there until nightfall. Okay, so as you're waiting, uh, this this armored thing is moving around, obviously issuing orders, assessing damage to buildings, and after a while, uh, you see him make some kind of motion with his hand. You hear him call something out, but you can't quite hear what he says, and the Minotaur approaches, dragging the body of Citadel. Uh, the skeletons start lashing Citadel uh, limb by limb to almost like a, like a stone pillar from a destroyed building. Mm. Uh, give me investigation. Thirteen. You can see that some of Citadel's plates are moving. Um, maybe you can see on the l rim of his eye sockets, there's a little bit of glow. Citadel is still alive. Okay. And after some time now, he is strung up almost in like a crucifixion style on this stone pillar. And this armored one kind of returns to the sewer, which almost is like in the center of this main intersection of this part of the city. And now he starts calling out, Magic user! If you want your friend to see another sunrise, I suggest you show yourself. Yeah, I'm not coming out. So he'll wait for a little while. Uh, and then he produces this very large sword and he jabs it into like the shoulder pauldron of Citadel. And now Citadel's eyes light up and even though Citadel can't move and this, uh, he's like almost shaking, like resisting. And this armored being jabs his sword in and then like puts his foot up on Citadel's torso and then starts leveraging himself and starts tearing this pauldron off of Citadel's shoulder. All right. What's holding Citadel down? Uh, like some kind of lashing. You're not sure if it's rope or chain, but something is holding him 
And what's holding the, the rope? He's like uh, tied to like this large pillar of this building. Like on the corner of a building, maybe. Like on an archway. Are skeletons like holding the lashings to hold him down? Or it's like tied off? No, it's it seems like it's tied off. Okay. Um, lenses. I have one more. Yes. Okay, so I, I take the lens and I affix it to the... Uh, oh, man. That, uh, that compass, I put it into the breastplate. And then I give it a turn. All right, we're back. Um, speaking of back, Chris is still standing to alleviate his back. I need a car that I can drive home where I could stand in. That would be awesome. Yeah. Like Almost a like a Segway, but yeah. like with four wheels and it's, you know. A I car. Just, a, a car, yes. <laughs> a Segway car. Yes. Speaking of Segways, here's a Segway for you. Uh, <clears throat> we were playing the Division. Uh, we've actually been playing it quite a bit lately. Mm-hmm. Balls deep, I think, is what they call that. Yeah, as the kids say, we're going ham with it. Mm. You and I, especially you, you're, you're a numbers, percentages kind of a guy. Um, and I, I'm not into that so much as I am about dispensing as much death, digital death yes. as possible. You are a death dealer in this game. I try to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game makes it fairly easy. Yeah. You find ways to make builds for your character and you go. Uh, and then you get better, you get better gear and more damage, and then you just get better at the game. I am just about at a breaking point with the third member of our team. Why? Because he refuses to do any improvements. I am, I'm going to fucking rain on your parade here. Of course you are. I took a look at his guy yesterday. And he's finally moved away from this hodgepodge of shit that he's been running. So, to put it into context, uh, we both have been running more or less the same. That is a very dangerous proposition. Uh, Yes. Oh, this is... Dude, I'm going to fall and hurt myself. Thank God I have health insurance. Do you want like a bar stool? No, this is awesome. I like this. (laughs) This is like a new look. No, I can't sit like this. I'm going to break this fucking chair. Um... Why don't you try turning it backwards? Sitting like Mr. Carter. No, no, no. I'm good. I just wanted to or see Carter. if I can do that. Carter. Carter. Mr. Carter. Yeah. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. Horse Shack. Horse. Yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, Nobody knows what no, that is. No, there's like two people out there yeah. that are like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that show. Uh, so we both were running these builds with uh, light machine guns. Correct. And the... Every piece of gear we had was in the effort of increasing our critical hits. And Ultimately only, to do more damage. Right, right because right. the more critical hits, the faster we reload our gun. That's ultimately the cycle of this build. Right. Put rounds in the motherfuckers, build up your critical hits, and then you basically have unlimited ammo because you're just instantly reloading. Right. Then we have our third member mm-hmm. that was just constantly running around with a shield and a pistol because he would survive longer. So in his mind, he was doing better. 
And then when looking at his gear, apparently he's starting to change his ways. But looking at his gear, he would have a piece of gear for assault rifles, then a piece of gear for a shotgun, then a piece of gear for drones, <laughs> and nothing towards pistol or shield. Correct. And it would drive me insane. And yeah. then the worst part about it is I'd be like, hey, man, listen, you know, we could get this piece for you that would help with this. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and it doesn't even care. No. Dude, I gave him a piece that was like specifically designed for his shield, right? Since he just loves running with his fucking stupid shield. I gave him a piece just for it. Does he use it? Nope. Doesn't use it. He just probably took it and sold it. Maybe he doesn't know how to use it. Like doesn't he, know how to the gear equip he it. has the gear he started with, <laughs> which could you be. could change your gear. <laughs> now here's here's the ironic thing. Um, th- this isn't somebody who we just kind of like picked up from work and we just started playing with them, just introduced them to this game like two weeks ago, right? This this is a threesome that we've been running going back to Division One, and then from Division One we've moved into uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. And then from Wildlands, we went to Breakpoint, and now we're back into Division 2. So we've been fucking playing together video games for years now. Yeah. Every day after work for at least one or two hours. Yes. Every day. I know of an expression. It's called adapt and overcome. When does that happen? When does that kick in? You know, when are you going to adapt to the parameters of the game? Right. Like the game is not just about getting a gun and fucking shooting people. Because otherwise the game is very frustrating, and I would imagine I would I would love to think that we have a lot of listeners out there who have played this game or still play this game, dude. If you play this game, you understand that enemies in this game are not traditional enemies, right? You're not just fucking headshotting and they die like they're bullet sponges. You got to sink like a ton of fucking ammunition into these guys, so you have to have a good build in order to kill these fucking enemies that you're coming across. Right. Now it's insufferable to fucking watch him. With a fucking pistol, shooting people, and what's even and more even insufferable? No, it's fucking garbage. It's like a it's shit. And what's even more terrible is that when I'm dead, and you have to like run up on somebody to revive, here comes him with his fucking shield and his pistol. I gotcha, and he brings you back to life. Like I'd rather just die, <laughs> just not even exist anymore in the game. Just fucking kill me. So now, did you have a talk with him, or no? He must have come to some sort of epiphany. Mm. So. I, I don't know what he did, but he switched out all of his gear. And now cause he was running those like hodgepodge blend of like set pieces. Right. And now he's gone from set pieces and he's got all different types of gear that he's running. So I don't know. Maybe he watched the video. Maybe his son told him, dad, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're a mess. Oh, maybe uh, that might actually, maybe his son played his character and was like, what the fuck is yeah, this? This is a disaster. And he doesn't even know. Has no clue. <laughs> he's just like, I'm doing way better. He's just, he, he's just in it for the fun. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, if you're going to play a game that has a loot grind and you're playing with other people, if you're playing by yourself, then whatever. But if you want to play right. on a team, uh, especially a hardcore team like us, because I know that I always speak in character. Yeah. Tango down. Moving. Mo- I'm hit! <laughs> Leave me! <laughs> I got something for you, you son of a bitch! That's how I play. Yeah, it's not frustrating at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. If you're going to run with a team like that, play the game correctly. <laughs> we are pretty serious. Uh, I, I, uh, we well, well, yeah, I mean, like, we don't do our dance moves in the middle of combat. No, not at but, all. Uh, well, I would put it this way. When you and I are on playing together, there we play with a purpose. 
right? Yeah. Like we look for a particular area that we're going to go. We look for shit that we're going to do and we fucking, we go. With, yeah. with him, it's, everything is a distraction. Yes. We're all over the map. Yes. Literally all over the map. Like yeah. you, you don't even know where to like go. Like we're running to our objective probably for something for him. Right, yes. And then he'll be like, uh, hold on guys, there's a hostage situation <laughs> over here. <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> Let him die. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. So, uh, with that being said, um, to uh, to drone operators, hey, it is a bisexual position or bi curious. Hey, you never know. To uh, to division agents worldwide, <sighs> if you don't know what you're doing, just YouTube. YouTube, it's the universal constant in life. And to the Batmobile. Batman. 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 Swear to me! <laughs> <laughs> Two dice. <laughs>